The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Do you understand what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Parts of this are going to sound completely ridiculous. The time has come. The time is now. I stumbled into a land of freaks. (laughs) But I like it! We are the voice of the outdoors. For years I've been listening to you and you almost put me in a straitjack. The revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Hey, I'm JP DeRose from Breaking Boundaries, and you unfortunately are listening to the two morons who can't catch crap. You can check me out on World Fishing Network. All right, so help me figure this out. Two fishing morons, Bunny and Jim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Like, I every mark. <laughs> obviously, JP was not referring to me. <laughs> it, it had to be Bunny. Maybe Bunny and uh, somebody else. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this is Summertime Outdoors on today's show. That's right, and we've got old Cat Daddy coming up. Cat Daddy, the Kansas Catman from uh, Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. He's going to be joining us here in just a minute. After him, though, we're going to have an awesome doubleheader with who? Scott Laseth, the Sporting Chef. That's right. All new airtime Sunday. It's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. You have to watch it, but I'm pumped about this. Dead Meat, it is returning Q3 on Sportsman Channel as well. Uh, coming up after him is going to be J.P. DeRose. That's right. He has a program called Breaking Boundaries. That's right. He's going to jump right into largemouth fishing and walleyes, but you got to watch Breaking Boundaries Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on World Fishing Network. Finally, we're going to wrap things up with Matt Aird. Yeah, and he's uh, one of the contestants on The Brigade. The Brigade. There you go. Jim, <laughs> he loves the show. He remembered it. Now, The Brigade Race to the Hudson, Monday's 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. They have to travel 750 miles in 28 days to possibly win. I did it in three. Yeah, Jimbo, he can do it on a pogo stick. Yeah. $500,000. It's so cool. You got to make sure you listen for that. Mrs. Bunny, you just, you're not going to stick around. I'm, I'm leaving you, boys. She's leaving for Cat Daddy. That's right. I know that they're having like this, uh, what would you call that? <laughs> Beauty in the Tramp. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to Cat Daddy. (laughs) It is brought to you by Ranch Hand. We're chatting summertime outdoors this week. Now, here's the one and only king of the beanhole, Cat Daddy of Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. Brought to you by Ranch Hand. Built to take a hit. View Ranch Hand truck accessories online at ranchhand.com. There is nothing going on between you and Cat Daddy, right? No, I'm just stirring his beans. Getting ready. <laughs> I'm getting ready for the warm up. Red hit grill. Honestly, I think I took that the wrong way. <laughs> I said just now stirring his beans. She means the bean hole there. Yeah, right? the bean hole. She's stirring ready those for the... burp and boiling beans for the hot days of summer, boys. That's right. Buddy's gonna go to the bean hole with Cat Daddy. All right, so just now be enjoying those aren't burps. No. <laughs> Mr. Cat Daddy, he is the master angler and guide there. Cat Daddy's catfishing adventures. Uh, anyways, you know, kind of crazy. Jimbo and I just came back from Michigan, uh, traveling through Ohio and Illinois and Indiana, Indiana and Missouri and in here through Kansas in your local area. Uh, it just, our hearts just ache for all the people that have just been inundated by floods and terrible weather. Uh, Cat Daddy, it's bad out there, man. It's just absolutely devastating. Oh, yeah. It, it's just crazy. Uh, uh, I took my, uh, my daughter up to the KCI International Airport yesterday, and we crossed the Kansas and Missouri River. <laughs> 
man in Missouri looked like a Mississippi. Oh, <laughs> a yeah. A mile wide. Oh, man. I well, mean, all the farmers' fields, you know, it's, it's, everybody's going to feel the tension of the high water, boy. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's going to be rough for the farmers, and it's even harder on the catfishmen. Yeah. Now, uh, switching gears here, I noticed uh, I got a clip the other day that they caught like 112, 113-pound catfish in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. I believe that's up around Santee Cooper, isn't it? Probably is. I mean, I, I, it didn't really say in the interview or the uh, article that I read, but, uh, boy, that's a pretty good size old catfish. Well, that's a freight train, man. Now, what is the Kansas record? 123.4. Oh, that is big. How about Studley? Where, where's he at? Studley's hanging down here down at Tom Bates' shop. <laughs> He's just drinking coffee every morning, reminiscing. Yeah, <laughs> just doing his thing, just kind of hanging around. What did he weigh? If I remember right, Studley weighed 127. Ooh, man, like really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was a heck of a fish, man. Heck of a fish. But, you know, he was caught on a trout line. Oh, you know, it wasn't gosh. on rod and reel, but still, you know, that's a mighty big record. That's where you get out your saddle and you ride them. Holy <laughs> smokes, that's a big fish right there. I mean, really? Yeah, uh, I'm looking for the fishing to come back. When it does, you know, when you get the high waters like this, the Missouri and the Mississippi and the Kansas, the Delaware and all these other la or lakes and rivers, it brings in all new fish. It's going to be a hell of a good year fishing. That's one thing I was going to say. Obviously, with the, the influx of water that we've had, you know, fishing pressure has been down. Now, with the dropping water, it's going to be down. When everything settles out, the fishing should just be dynamite, right? Yeah. Now, I do tell you one thing. At Perry Lake, now, this, this is a good situation above all the bad other ones. They're letting that water out there so fast. Now, down, I call it the dead Delaware. Mm -hmm. It's coming out of the tubes until it hits the Kansas River right there. It's an, oh, probably about a three-mile stretch of the Delaware River before it opens up out into the Kansas. Now, they're pumping mighty fast water out there, but by golly, there's catfishmen up and down them banks, and they're catching blue cats because them blue cats are up in there coming up out of the Kansas River, just like a salmon head for, you know, fast-running water. They go right upstream, and boy, I tell you, they have been catching some nice blue cats up to Perry on below the spillway. Yeah. Now, once the, the uh, boat ramps become visible, uh, are you going to, and if the water temperature is such, are you going to start setting out some bean holes? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's funny you say that, by golly, because I'm just getting ready to set up my rest of the year long bean hole out here, Banner, and I'm, I'm going to do it up to Perry just as soon as the water level gets down correct. We're we're ready for that. Matter of fact, I'd like to have a fish dinner. What about you? Oh, man, I love some fish and chips. <laughs> Take it right off the bean hole. It's like a 4th of July celebration in June. Heavy fish right. and beans. Mr. Cat Daddy, do you have any trips available? You're probably doing a little offsetting with some whitewater rafting uh, <laughs> uh, trips you're, you're giving out. No, do you have any uh, upcoming fishing trips available, buddy? Now, Trav, you know I swim like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah I, I have some openings. I've been going out here to these smaller lakes that's got better control of the water flow up and down in there like Banner and a few other little lakes. We've been catching some really nice channel cats out here. I mean, nothing trophy size, but, boy, they're, they're just good-eating fish. Yeah, and also, this time of year, uh, farm ponds. 
work out real well. They've been stocked oh, yeah. with, uh, you know, uh, brim and, and, of course, catfish and so forth, so you can get out there. Now, if we wanted to book a trip with you, where do we have to go? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, and if you'd like to write old Cat Daddy, send him a photograph of your latest flooded field. Uh, there might be catfish out there. Uh, send him an email at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. That's right. This has been brought to you by Ranch Hand, built to take a hit. View Ranch Hand truck accessories online at ranchhand.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is uh, Scott Lacey. That's right. The Sporting Chef, all new airtime Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus Deadbeat. Love that show. It is returning Q3 to Sportsman Channel. Make sure you uh, keep tuned for that as well. Mr. Cat Daddy, man, you're so awesome. God bless you and stay safe out there, buddy. Man, it's an honor just to be on the revolution. to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Trav. I'm calling to say that I no longer love you. My heart now belongs to Cat Daddy. What can I say? He's the angler of my dreams. He whiskered his way into my heart. And so I guess this is goodbye. You still have the phone on, eh? Buddies with Cat Daddy. He's so hairy. She wanted that tuna toffee whole action Disgusting. My kids are calling Cat Daddy Poppy. Mm, yeah, Hang on to your chops because after the break, your tongue will slap you silly. As Scott Lasaf, host of The Sporting Chef, Sundays 1 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel, dishes some delicious wild game recipes and grilling tips. Until then, visit JimandTrav.com and explore their awesomeness. You're welcome. Wherever you go this summer, take My Outdoor TV with you. Right now, save $20 on an annual subscription. But this offer won't last forever. Use promo code SUMMER19. My Outdoor TV. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Deer stopper, bull bumper, donkey knocker, elk crusher, brush guard, cow pusher. No matter what you call it, make sure it's a ranch hand legend grill guard. The leader for over 30 years in front end protection for trucks and SUVs. Visit ranchhand.com to see which ranch hand grill guards, bumpers, and running steps fit your Ford, Ram, Chevy, GMC, or Toyota. Ranch hand, built in America, built by our hands, built to take a hit. The revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. And summertime outdoors. Comments, suggestions, and feedback always welcome at JimandTrav.com. Now here's a two-part interview with Scott Laseff, host of The Sporting Chef and Dead Meat. Catch the all-new airtime of The Sporting Chef Sundays 1 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of The Revolution with Jim and Trav. View their entire collection online at CinchJeans.com. Here's part one. 
Hey, we're back. We're talking summertime outdoors on this week's show. Before the break, we had Cat Daddy on. He was telling us how uh, the high water around the country has kind of messed up the catfishing. But our next guest, man, he knows a lot about cooking everything. That's right. You know, they say catfishmen not dead. They just smell that way. But our next guest, <laughs> he, he actually, actually smells that he way. He cooks dead things. Uh, Mr. Scott Lay says he is what? He's the sporting chef on Sportsman's Channel. Yeah, all new time, Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And also this July returning, that's Q3 Sportsman Channel, is dead meat. But you got to tell us, because Jimbo and I were always grilling. We love to grill wild game, Mr. Scott. And you have this delicious recipe where you actually combined elk with a young sow feral hog you took. Now, why did you combine feral hog? Because we've eaten both of those. And I normally wouldn't think about pairing elk and feral hog together. Why did you do that? Well, because a lot of people, what they do with their feral hogs, is they are, like they do with a lot of animals, is they cut the loins and the tenderloins out and throw the rest away. And you know an old pig, an old male pig, doesn't taste nearly as good as a young female pig. And oh, yeah. that's kind of with animals in general. The boar that I used for that grind with the elk was a pig that we shot in Hawaii that every afternoon the property owner goes out and puts out a giant pile of shelled macadamia nuts for all the wild hogs. Oh, really? wow. So, you know how you get an old male hog and you normally want to cut as much of that fat off and it can have a little bit of an aroma to it. And so, you know, you want to render as much of the fat off this particular pistachio fed hog. <laughs> the fat was bright, white, Ooh. creamy. We actually added the fat cap from that hog to the sausage when we were grinding, we were making linguisa in Hawaii with it. And I had brought the elk with me because I knew I was going to be making elk burgers. And fortunately, I had, I had that wild pistachio-fed pig. And if you've got a young animal, I mean, I'm going to shoot a 100-pound sow over mm-hmm. a 200-pound boar. That's just because I'd rather eat that one. So trim the fat. But if you take the shoulders from that wild pig and you grind it up with your elk, it's going to add fat to it. It's not going to add as much fat as if you use a domestic pig. However, it's still going to put some of that fat back into it, and it's going to taste just fine. And, of course, with the grind, you're not going to have the the little sinewy, chewy boar meat. Um, you just want to make sure, since it's a wild pig, depending on where you shot it, that you cook it to a safe temperature of 160 degrees, which I'm going to cook it a little less than that but I'm going to tell you to cook it to 160 just so we all can be safe. <laughs> I guess what surprised me, though, is elk is a very, very lean meat. Yeah. And anybody that hunts feral hogs, they are normally very, very lean. But if you're feeding them pistachio macadamia nuts, I mean, you could have a lot of fat. Could you? Got a holiday flavor. And it, and it really did make, and on this particular one, like I said, we used the pistachio-flavored pig. <laughs> but, you know, a young pig, I, w- I wouldn't do it with an old gigantic pig, a wild male pig. But with the younger sows, works just fine. It's going to add fat. There's certainly more fat in a wild pig than there is in an elk. Now, since, you you know, obviously wild game is much leaner when you added that feral hog into it. And that's one thing that we've always had a problem with is burgers having a tendency when they're homemade, you put them on the grill, they kind of fall apart. Does that feral hog and that fat you're adding actually kind of bind the meat together to make a better patty? Absolutely. And when I don't have access to a pistachio-fed feral hog, (laughs) like I said, when I'm grinding my own meat for burgers, 
And I don't grind a bunch of patties and freeze them up and then thaw them when I need them. I freeze chunks of hind quarter, and then when I want to make burger, I will thaw it out, and I will grind it with pork shoulder, about 25% pork shoulder. It's a fresher-tasting burger, but that's what I'm going to do. You get pork butt, pork shoulder, chunk it up, put it in the grind with your trimmed venison hind quarter, and that's how I'm making my burgers and I'm not flipping them. All right, so talking about flavor, kind of going back to the Elk and Feral Hog Burger for a second, one step that I noticed you did, which I think is kind of interesting and I want to pick your brain about, is you made the patties, you pre-seasoned them with uh, a seasoning from High Mountain Seasoning, like a rib rub or, or something like yep. that, and then you put it in, I think it was a Game Saver bag. Does that make the flavor intensify and penetrate further into the meat or, I mean, why did you do that? Well, it does. And a lot of times what I'll do is uh, if I am going to put some burgers up and I know I'm going to be eating them within the next few weeks or so, but not long enough to refrigerate, I want to freeze them. You season them, then you put them into a game saver bag, and it's absolutely going to add more flavor to it that way. If, if you just wanted to flavor it, you know, it's easier just to add the seasoning to the meat. If you use the High Mountain Burger seasoning mm-hmm. in the ground meat, that's going to give it plenty of flavor. But if you if you season them before you uh, vacuum seal them, it's definitely going to add more flavor. But you want to make sure that you pat them dry before you put them on the grill because a lot of times we freeze stuff in those vacuum bags and they were perfectly dry. But when you thaw it out, next thing you know, you got some juice in there. And it's going to brown a lot faster if you pat it dry before you slap it on the grill. You bet. Hey, can you stick around? I got a whole lot more questions I want to ask you. Sure. All right, we're going to take a break. Hey, we're talking with Scott Lyseth. He is a sporting chef. He has a New York Times Sundays at 1 o'clock Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. That's right. Dead meat. You got to watch it. Coming back. All new episodes. Q3 on Sportsman's Channel. But this has been brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online. Check out their entire line of apparel at cinchjeans.com. Now, Mr. Scott, before we get to a break, If we want to learn more about you, upcoming episodes of The Sporting Chef, also Dead Meat, your partners, where can we find you online? Go to thesportsmanchannel.com, look at shows, and go to Sporting Chef or The Dead Meat Show, and it'll tell you what's going on that week. There's usually a little trailer on what it is we're going to be talking about and cooking, thesportsmanchannel.com. You bet. Hey, we got more Scott Lyseth right after this. The Alligator Wrangler. We believe every hunting season should be a paid holiday. That wild game is best served medium rare. And any male with a man bun and skinny jeans should be deported. We are The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And we love nachos. Wherever you go this summer, take My Outdoor TV with you. Right now, save 20% on an annual subscription. But this offer won't last forever. Use promo code SUMMER20. My Outdoor TV. Sticky Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. 
Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. We're discussing summertime outdoors on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. <clears throat> now back to Scott Lasaf, host of The Sporting Chef and Dead Meat. Catch the all-new airtime of The Sporting Chef, Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of The Revolution with Jim and Trav. See them online at horizonfirearms.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking summertime outdoors on this week's show. Before the break, we had part one with old Scott Layseth. Yep. He is the sporting chef on Sportsman's Channel. Yeah, make sure you watch it all new airtime Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern time. But this July, that's not too far away, Jim. That's Q3. Dead meat is returning. I uh, Usually meat has to be dead. I like it rare enough. It still could be alive. Run it through. Uh, dead meat is returning to Sportsman's Channel as well in July. All right, so let's get into this. And I want to talk about the benevolent nature of outdoorsmen and women because that gets overlooked so much. But you're a Affiliated with a program you cook for all the time. It is called Hunt Fish Feed, and you travel all over the country and where you prepare donated wild game for homeless men and women. Tell us about uh, Hunt Fish Feed and, and what we can do to get involved. Well, you know, this is the 12th year um, that I've done the Hunt Fish Feed deal, and I've we've done 105, 106 different uh, shelters. Wow. Uh, military bases all over the country. We feed homeless folks, especially homeless military. This week we're in Virginia. We're in Virginia, the Hunters for the Hungry program. Their goal is to get 325,000 pounds of venison donated what? to wow. the shelters. Yes, just in Virginia. That's the single largest source of protein for shelters in Virginia Deer donated by hunters. On the other hand, I was just reading about a deal in Louisiana where they confiscated 1,600 pounds of processed venison because somebody had complained that they were serving deer meat at a shelter. Oh, really? In New Jersey. We were there right after Hurricane Sandy. They said, don't ever come back. Your deer was not USDA inspected. So (laughs) what could be healthier? A six-week-old chicken or... A free-range, organic, sustainable venison burger. I mean, come on. However, most states cooperate. The Hunt Fish Feed Program, we love to connect hunters and anglers with shelters. You know, it's crazy. I'm sure you've noticed if you've been to any town of any sizable population, you're going, you know, we didn't see homeless people here before. Mm-hmm. Or there seems to be a lot more homeless folks. You know, you go to Houston now, and after Katrina, where a lot of people were displaced, moved to Houston, a lot of them never came, never went back to New Orleans or after Katrina. And so Houston, they're under every bridge. I mean, we were in Portland, Oregon, doing a hunt fish feed in, in uh, late April. And it's almost like they have neighborhoods in all the little, uh, off the freeway that's all homeless folks. We're walking over people to get to the shelter in Portland. Oh, so, wow. We've got wild pigs in Texas, Oklahoma that's unlimited supply. There, you look at states like Virginia that have a whole lot of deer. Why not put hunters and anglers in touch with these shelters? And if, if you're out there and you want to help one of your local shelters, contact, you know, your church, your, your shelter, whoever the organization is that's feeding folks like that. And you'd be surprised at the stories behind some of the people. You know, you, everybody has an idea of what they think. Homeless and homelessness is all about, but it's a lot more than just these people just don't want to work and they're a bunch of drunks and alcoholics. The, you know, the majority of these people just need a good a good meal. In Virginia, the group that we were with this week, 
They have a whole residential program where they're getting people trained on life skills and getting them back into the community. Other places, the, the Nashville Mission feeds between six and 700 people three times a day, 365 days a year. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Gosh. Really? So we did, I mean, we did a venison dinner for them one time. Everything's cooked in gigantic steam kettles. It's something everybody should see, especially, you know, when like an 18 and up, it's good to see what's out there. So, I mean, my son is fed at shelters. It's a lot of people that you don't normally come in contact with. Um, homeless military just kills me. But they're all, there's a lot of homeless military folks out there, and we're happy to feed them. You bet. Now, the thing is, you can get involved in these things. Like you say, go to your local shelter, go to the local church that does feed folks, and and find out how you can participate. Now, you, if you're going to go out there and hunt and you want a deer for your family, oftentimes you can get a second license, donate that. You know, have it, uh, have it processed and take it to the, to the shelter or, you know, the designated area and help those people out there. They can do that, can't they? They can. And they can also talk to the processor and say, look, can we put a sign up here that says donate 20% of your processed game? Oh, yeah. And then the church, and then the church is going to come by and pick it up every week. So it doesn't take up space in the processor's deal. Um, you're going to, you're paying for the processing anyway. A lot of us grind way too much of our of our animal anyway. Yeah. So why not donate it to the shelter? I'm telling you, it's a success story in Virginia, and there's no reason why we can't do it everywhere. What the shelters don't want is for you to knock on the door and say, hey, here's a deer. Yeah. They yeah. eat it processed, you know, grind it, process it. They don't want you to clean out your freezer because you don't want that freezer burnt stuff in there anymore. It needs to be well done. You want it to be the same kind of quality that you would serve. And I'm telling you, nothing feels better than at the end of the day when you fed five or 600 homeless folks. It's a good feeling. Put together a group of hunters that you know and go to your homeless shelter and say, hey, can we do dinner next week, whatever? Here's what we're going to serve. You guys show up, give them a break, and feed some people. That's right, Mr. Scott Lasev. He is the host of The Sporting Chef. New airtime Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern time on Sportsman Channel. Also, Dead Meat returning to Sportsman Channel Q3. Now, let's kind of get into Dead Meat for a second because one thing I really like about it how it does break down those boundaries of what people think is edible and not edible. And you take these crazy hunts and these fascinating animals and, and your guests actually make these delicious meals. And this show is returning by popular demand. Kind of fill us in, man. You know, one of the best hunts that's going to be on the new season, we went to the big island of Hawaii where where we had the pistachio nut pig. <laughs> While we were there, our goal was to shoot feral cattle. Really? I know what you're thinking. This is going to be kind of a tricky intro on this show, but they have wild cows on the big island. Now, uh -huh. they've been there for a couple hundred years. There's giant lava rock walls that they built back before structures were more permanent because these cows would come in, trample down villages, they would interbreed with the domestic cows, which would compromise the domestic cows, maybe 20% as much usable meat on it. Like I, the one I shot was 550, 600 pounds Ooh. lean. It looks like a third world cow. It's really bony. They see you 200 yards away. They beat feet. It's like we're shooting them at 6,000 feet. Um, and they're, they're spooky. They spook just like any other animal. We've got, we did marsh hens sting. We just got back from Florida doing 
snakeheads, stingrays, and lionfish. And I, this is going to be a real popular show because the gal that was diving for the lionfish looks pretty good in a wetsuit, if I can just throw that out. So, and she's free diving to 30 feet. She can wow. go down 60, 70 feet free diving and spear these lionfish because you can only spear them. They can't be lion caught. Their fins are poisonous, toxic. So you spear them, you cut all the fins off, and then you fillet them and eat them, and they are just delicious. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Scott Layseth. He is the sporting chef. His new airtime is Sundays at 1 o'clock Eastern time on Sportsman's Channel. That's right, and Dead Meat, it will return on Sportsman Channel as well, Q3. Now, Mr. Scott, upcoming episodes also, I think it, it's so encouraging. And once again, uh, we want everyone to participate in the Hunt Fish Feed program. To learn more about you, Hunt Fish Feed, where do we have to head to online to do that, buddy. Uh, for Hunt Fish Feed, go to the Facebook page or to the sportsmanchannel.com page. I've got sportingchef.com. If you're looking for recipes, I have a weekly blog with Winchester. It's got a video to go with that, too, and Ducks Unlimited Magazine, cooking editor there for the last 11 years. So sportingchef.com and take it from there. You bet. Hey, coming up next is J.P. DeRose. He's the host of Breaking Boundaries. That's right. Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on World Fishing Network, WFN. This has been brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online and check them out today, horizonfirearms.com. And again, make sure you watch the Sporting Chef all new airtime Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel and mark your calendars. Dead meat. It is returning. All new episodes, Q3 on Sportsman Channel as well. Mr. Scott, man, you are so awesome. We love you and what you do. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Anytime, man. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air and online 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. We're proud to partner with Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle, at StickyHolsters.com, plus High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them at HIMTNJerky.com and Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at Cabela's.com and BassPro.com. Don't you dare move. The Revolution will, will, will be right back. I'm really excited about this. Team Michelik has done it again. The first family of shooting sports is back and all fired up. <laughs> From custom firearm creations. We have string, oil, chapstick. Put all these accessories on. To backcountry competitions. Is this safe? They're proving their skills go beyond the barrel. You ready for what's next? You mean a nap? Shootout Lane, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Only on Outdoor Channel. That was amazing. I need more. Looking for your next off-road adventure? The all-new Yamaha Wolverine X2 side-by-side is ready when you are. Offering unmatched off-road capability with ultimate comfort. The Yamaha Wolverine X2 is packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality. With Yamaha-proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence, visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X2 and realize your adventure. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. As people who love the outdoors, we know what we stand for. We stand for fish, wildlife, and conserving places they call home. We stand for the traditions we inherited and that we must pass on. We stand for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. 
At Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, we stand together for you. Thanks for tuning into the revolution with Jim and Trav as we chat about summertime outdoors. What is this summer all about? Camping, fishing, cooking outdoors. Now let's give it up for J.P. DeRose, host of Breaking Boundaries, Tuesdays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern on World Fishing Network. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaOutdoors.com. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, it's summertime outdoors on this week's show. Before the break, we had a two-part interview with old Scott Laseth, the sporting chef. Hey, yeah, <laughs> we're going to Canada. Grab your maple syrup, y'all. I'm uh, just now being joined by Mr. J.P. DeRose, and he is the host of Breaking Boundaries. Jim, I had to read that. Tuesdays, <laughs> Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on World Fishing Network. Uh, Mr. J.P., welcome back. But you were telling us before the break, hey, you've been smashing uh, monster wildlife this year, and this is one of the best years you've had uh, in a long time for pursuing walleyes. But tell us, what base are you pitching? What's working? What is triggering? And where are you? Yeah, the most strikes right now. So the most consistent bait we have used this year, and I've already filmed with it, it's probably a bait that I've filmed all over the world with in Cockfish, is a, just a swim bait. Really? And I've been using, yeah, I've been using the Rhythm Wave 3.8 inch swim bait on a jig head. And it's nothing new. I mean, the Sassy Shad has been around forever. This is just, you know, you've seen more of a swim bait from the California Revolution come across. There's been more of a concerted effort. The A-Ricks came out, and they got swim baits popular again. But I've been throwing them on a simple, like, one-quarter to three-eighths or half-ounce, depending on the water depth. Just an open-hook jig head, like you would throw a grub or anything else. And the fish have been just destroying it with clear water. That bait is almost impossible to beat. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you're out there in Ontario, but... Walleye and northern pike are really structure-oriented, so are you looking for those areas that uh, have rock shoals and so forth that uh, pull off these walleyes? Yeah, absolutely. There's two things that are going to congregate your walleye for you. One is bait, obviously. They will school up on bait. So especially in Lake Erie or in deeper sections of Lake Ontario, they're going to be more bait-related than structure-related. But at specific times of the year, like the spring, when they're just done their spawn or about to spawn, or in the fall when the bait comes in shallow to like back eddies in the rivers, then they relate to rock shoals, uh, inside edges, and in current situations especially, that's when they're easy to target because they're going to, you know, as the water gets colder, they really don't want to expend a lot of energy and fight the current, so the back eddies are going to congregate the walleye really well. Now, you're talking about the weather. Where you're at right now, it might as well be February, uh, <laughs> but you've been catching some big largemouth. Are you throwing crankbaits? What are you doing right now? Yeah, we've been doing a lot of cranking. So there's been a new bait. It's like a 80 millimeter uh, square bill. So it's a very different kind of square bill. It's called a chubble. Mm. And it's basically a traditional square bill lip with a longer shad shaped body, which is something unique. It's kind of different on the market. And our water, like I said, has been cold. So I've been catching fish in like 49 to 52 degree water on this thing. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And it's working really well. The bait's getting down, you know, four to six feet and the the largemouth are relating to those primary points that you're getting and where they're going to want to go back and spawn eventually. We're catching them on the way in. Yeah. So, now, do, now, does that know, uh, does that square bill, does that uh, give it a wider wobble in your, on your retrieve? It does, but the good thing about a square bill is that it's made for contact. So that, because of the sharp edges on, their, on the bill, okay, rather than being rounded like a traditional crankbait, those square edges, when those corners strike structure like trees or rock, what it does is it basically rolls the bait up and away from the structure. So it gets the hooks up and away. 
So because of that corner, it smacks the bait, and the bait rolls up in the opposite direction. And it allows you to really bring a square bill through some of the nastiest cover you couldn't get a traditional crankbait through. Yeah. Now, does that come in a broken back variety? Uh, no. Oh, okay. You're talking jointed? Yeah. Uh-huh. I hope. Or or my horse, I don't know. Old school, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say, man, like guys, you putting me on the spot here is a joke. But (laughs) (laughs) that is so funny. Now, do these tips of taxis? Because you travel all over the place. You know, we have listeners, whether it's you know down in Texas, up in Michigan. Do these tips and tactics pretty much apply no matter where you go? I mean, obviously, it's dependent on the fishery and the, the weather conditions. But let's say for walleye, man, um, wherever there's a good fishery for walleye, are these baits going to be good? Are you going to switch things up? What are you going to do? No, it's pretty much finite. I mean, everything I do is has worked all over the country from north to south. So the thing that changes is when the temperature hits the right numbers, depending where you are. Obviously, in Texas, it's going to hit, you know, 50, 60 degrees a lot earlier than it is in Ontario. Yeah. Timing of temperature positions the fish, okay? So that's that's finite no matter where you are. When the water starts getting into the 50s and close to 60s, they're all thinking about spawning. The difference is in Texas, it may be in March. In Florida, it could be in the end of January. In Canada, this year, it seems like it's going to be in September. But <laughs> somewhere around the end of May, beginning of June. So... <laughs> Yeah, so just just differences in temperature will dictate, but the baits and the techniques really do stay the same. Yeah, well, the thing is, the the, the water that's in all of the Great Lakes actually starts in Duluth, I think. Comes down Superior into Huron, down to the Erie, and then, of course, out to uh, Lake Ontario. It's always pretty doggone cold, isn't it? It is, and deep lakes warm slower. It's a natural thing, and that's why Erie is probably the first place most of us will attack. St. Clair and Erie are the two shallowest out of all the Great Lakes and the connecting water bodies. So they warm the quickest. Okay, so that's one thing we do is we go there first, Lake Ontario second. Yeah. Now, you had mentioned about uh, uh, schooling fish. Now, I've I've fished out in Lake Erie. I mean, we're like five, six miles offshore, and we're catching these schooling walleyes. And uh, it's, it's, well, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of work because to set up that drift right, you really have to know what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're drifting or if you're trolling, depending what it is, I think the big thing for targeting walleye in big open water is having good electronics and staying on the bait. If you can stay on the bait, you're going to stay on the fish because the fish are never far behind. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with J.P. DeRose. He's the host of Breaking Boundaries Tuesdays at 630 Eastern Time on the World Fishing Network. That's right. You have to watch it. And again, you can pick up previous seasons and episodes with the My Outdoor TV app. Now, Mr. JP, to learn about upcoming episodes, where you're going to be, all new tackle you're using, just to get some pro tips from you, man. Where can we find you online? Uh, JP DeRose Outdoors on Instagram has been where I've been focusing a lot. Also on Facebook, just JP DeRose and uh, YouTube videos. We've been doing a bit more of YouTube videos, so technique stuff and teaching people how to use bait casters properly. So we're kind of doing that as well. So kind of all over social media. You bet. Hey, coming up next is old Matt Arid 
and he is a contestant on the Brigade. That's the race to the Hudson. Or it could be Matt Aired. You Aired. don't know. Anyways, make sure you watch Monday's well, segment time. Yeah, on Outdoor Channel, you have to watch it. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out. YamahaOutdoors.com. And again, make sure you watch J. Peter Rose's Breaking Boundaries, Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on World Fishing Network. Mr. JP, man, you're so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for all you do, buddy. Appreciate it, guys. Love talking to you. Matt Aird, a contestant on the Brigade Race to the Hudson, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Hey, this is Matt Aird from the Brigade on Outdoor Channel, and you're listening to Jim and Trav. Stay tuned. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue in a few moments. Hit up JimandTrav.com for lots of cool extras from the show. Ten strangers. One objective, one mission, one goal. That is to cross that line together. 750 miles. It's a race against time. One error could end this whole trip for all of us. $500,000 cash prize. It's a recipe for disaster. Even if I die, you guys drag my body across the finish line. This has got dangerous written all over it. The Brigade. All new series Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Summertime Outdoors. Now, here's Matt Aird, a contestant on the Brigade Race to the Hudson, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here are the boys. Hey, this is Revolution. We're talking summertime outdoors on this week's show. Before the break, we had J.P. DeRose on. He is the host of Breaking Boundaries, Tuesdays at 8.30 Eastern Time on the World Fishing Network. And we're staying in Canada! We got to! Hallelujah! Just now being joined by who? Jim Shockey! No, Matt Aired. He's a contestant on the Brigade. Race to the Hudson, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. They have to go 750 miles in 28 days to possibly make it to York Factory to win? Uh, $500,000. Holy smokes. Folks, have you watched the show? <laughs> uh, so this past week, man, uh, this Monday was the sixth episode. In this episode, you guys encountered more rapids than you ever have before. And there was a Rapidly lot of tell us about yeah, it. apprehension from Trayson and Dylan. And it really seems like one week you really like somebody. And the next week, they just annoy the fire out of you. It's kind of like us here. Yeah, you've been annoying a lot of times. And we've been frustrated with you. But this is really where your expertise lies. And so does Austin and Vince's. And it seems like there's too many captains and not enough sailors don't you think that everybody in this realm should be trusting you guys a little more so you can hopefully make it to your final destination oh man that's the tough part for sure and like you said we kind of like continuously swap roles as being the annoying person and i definitely took that one a few times (laughs) and uh 
Oh man, it's a, it's a tough. It's every single rapid, every single move, and little decisions a tough choice. And I mean, you want to err on the side of caution, of course. But uh, of course, when you then look back at the day, you're going to find that you know there's times where you're overly cautious for sure. Yeah. And uh, there's almost just no avoiding it. And then of course, when you go gun ho, then next thing you know, you just wreck one of your friends. And so it's always this super fine line. And uh, it took a little while to kind of gain everyone's trust, and for like for all of us to start trusting one another. I mean, at first, there were some people who were, you know, had a little bit of experience, but that almost makes it more scary. When you know a little bit about whitewater, you just sort of know enough to be terrified of it. And, uh, you know, we're like blasting down rapids. And I've already scared the crap out of people as rap guides. That's something you tend to do is just tell all these horror stories about whitewater <laughs> and all the things that can go wrong. And next thing you know, you know, people are just crapping their pants. <laughs> so. Yeah, you can, you kind of put yourself in a tough spot, and then you have to like then reassure everyone back to like a functional state to then get them down the rapids. And so, yeah, you're always kind of working that fine line for sure. It it's, it's rarely goes perfectly, you know. Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, when you portage, I mean, it is time consuming, and you guys are under time constraints. And in order to uh, to do these things, who is the ingenious one that says, "Hey, let's build a sail and uh, and have it take us across the lake and let." The wind work for that us. was Vince, wasn't it? Oh, Vince, yeah, he's a he's a real craftsman. Yeah, he, he's a genius. Like, what can I say? That that trip would have been so much harder. Now, those sections where we were just using the sail, that was just like the greatest time of my life. Just sitting there with the boat just ripping through the water and the sail full. And so, right from day one, I was just constantly nervous and uh, constantly like you know being optimistic, but at the same time, just like just scared that like you know. We have to use every single second of every day to just maximize our distance, to just drive. And so I think I was even getting getting annoying to some people at, at some <laughs> point, you know, just, just slave driving at, at all times and, you know, yelling at everyone to pack the boat faster and, you know, being kind of annoying like that. I can be a bit of a, a border collie, just, you know, hurting people along from doing like these expeditions. Well, and, you- uh, so yeah, I hope I didn't open and annoy anyone too much. You know, I love those people. And they were all they were all awesome, so I can't complain. You bet. Well, hey, that's a cliffhanger. We've been talking with Matt Aird, and of course, he was a contestant on the Brigade Race to the Hudson. It's on Monday nights at eight o'clock Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. You got to watch it. There's only a few uh, episodes left. That's right. Now, one last question. I, I want to throw this in to see if you'll answer it honestly. If you had to go on this journey one more time, and you could only take one person. One person from all 10, who would it be? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I guess I got to pick my mentor, Don, though. Don oh. Bad, the Navy SEAL. That guy's got it. That guy's got a lot to teach anybody. And, uh, yeah, just the most easygoing guy to hang out with. And, yeah, he was my uh, my main tarp buddy. We slept under the same tarp. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got to have to pick Don. <laughs> when you have a tarp buddy, you've got everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fish Network, and My Outdoor TV. Again, folks, you have to watch the Brigade Race to the Hudson Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel to see if they complete 750 miles in 28 days to make it to York Factory to win possibly $500,000. Now, Mr. Matt, real quick to learn more about the Brigade, all of the contestants, follow you on social media. Where 
can we do that, buddy? Oh, just grab me on Facebook. I'm just Matt Aird, A-I-R-D. And uh, sorry about all the offensive things I post. <laughs> and also go to OutdoorChannel.com uh, to learn more Outdoor about the channel. That's where you're going to get the goods. And uh, they got previews for all the coming episodes as well, too. That's you, right. You bet. Hey, that was Matt Aird. And, of course, uh, The Brigade is the show to watch Monday nights. That's right. 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Batman, we hope you guys made it. God bless. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Hey, thank you, Jim and Travis. Thank you. Break time. We are the Outdoor Guys. You know we are. We are the revolution. We are Jim and Trav. We're on your radio. Oh, yeah. JimandTrav.com. Everything outdoors is right there. Stay tuned. The revolution will return right after this. It's the Lucas Oil Challenge Cup. All right, let the games begin. 30 anglers compete. You put the boat in the water and you go figure them out that day. Only one is named Challenge Cup Champion. Just highest to highest, the lowest to lowest. <laughs> General Tires Major League Fishing. Premieres Saturday, May 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern. After the action, go inside the game with Major League Fishing's All Angles, presented by Gene LaRue, only on Outdoor Channel. Stinky Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. Yo, it's Jimmy K in the house! Who that? Uh-huh. Buddy B. I know that's right. Travis T! Next generation marksman! The Second Amendment isn't there for duck hunting. Four rules of firearm safety! Back up! You can become an American and join the Republic. Number one! Yo. Always treat every firearm as though it is loaded! Mm-hmm, that's right! Number two! Yo. Always keep the muzzle pointed in a safe direction! Preach it, baby! Mm-hmm. Number three! Keep your finger off the trigger guard until ready to shoot! You hear him, boy? Number four! Yeah! Always be sure of your target and what is in front of it and behind it! 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. Back up! That's what's up. We mad. Next generation marksmen. More guns means less crime. Word. You punks! Well, that's a wrap. The revolution with Jim and Trav is over this week. Bye. Bye. I hope you liked it. And that's it. Remember, stay in touch with the boys and provide us some valuable feedback at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Man, oh, Cat Daddy, Scott Layseth, J.P. Rosa, and also Matt Aird. That's right. You know, I'm just upset that Bunny wasn't on the brigade. I am too. I mean, she tried out. Yeah. I think that I they think. found my skill set to be less than ideal. <laughs> is this is she a cocktail or jackrabbit? Yeah. It's important to know this. <laughs> All right, so Jimbo, anything you want to say? Yeah, hey, we want to thank our 550 and affiliate stations and our brand new station in Lamar, Colorado, KLMR. I've always loved Lamar. Yes, and I love that station. Anyways, boys and girls, thank you so much for listening. And as 
always, be safe. Get outdoors this weekend. More importantly, though, take some kiddos with you. Let them know that you care. Introduce them to firearms. Introduce them to fishing, camping, whatever it is. Just get outdoors, but make sure you practice firearm safety and uh, in awareness. Miss Bunny, last word. Go to JimandTrav.com. Leave us your feedback. Listen to all the interviews. Check out the blogs. Do all the fun stuff there. Yeah. And also, if you got time and you're in a state where squirrel season's open, harvest some squirrels. Jimbo's got squirrel on the frame. All right. So anyways, we got to get to a break. Thank you, boys and girls, so much for listening. Peace out. We love you so much. God bless America. You're the best. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.